Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to Cause Talk Radio. I'm, of course, here with my uh, fabulous host, Megan Strand. Hey, Joe. Hey, Megan. How's it going? It is a beautiful day. Yeah, that's right. It's another beautiful day because Cause Talk Radio is here. Back on the And uh, we have a great guest today. We have Chad Royal Pasco, who's Vice President of National Strategic Alliances for the March of Dimes. And we're going to talk about a new, I think, really innovative and smart campaign today called I Am Born To. Hey, Chad. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, this is great. So um, I've born to, I mean, I've known, you know, Chad, I've known about the Matcha Dimes, it seems like forever. I started my career at like two national voluntary health organizations. And one of the my key mentors along the way was a, a gentleman who worked for Matcha Dimes. So we were always kind of learning from the Matcha Dimes and best practices there and stuff like that. So it's a great organization that's been around for a long time. Absolutely. We are actually celebrating our 75th anniversary next year. Wow. So we have... Yeah, that's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about I'm Born To and what you guys hope to achieve. Sure. Um, well, I'm Born To is the March of Dimes new cause marketing platform. Um, and we have taken about two years in order to bring the campaign forward. And we're really excited um, that that what the campaign aims to do is really kind of spread the relevance of the March of Dimes and really let everybody know that regardless um, of, you know, whether your baby needed a little bit more help to survive and thrive or whether your baby was born just healthy as rain, that the March of Dimes really played a role in all Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. So um, the focus is to really expand the relevance of the organization broader than where we've been previously or probably what people historically know us um, Mm -hmm. to be associated with. Mm-hmm. So, I think, can you explain a little bit from the cause marketing perspective what you hope to achieve? Because when I read about this campaign, it seemed like I just loved the way you were sort of tipping the cause marketing equation on its head, if you will, because the release that I read said, you know, March of Dimes is going to kind of own this period between Mother's Day and Father's Day. Um, and all sorts of activities and cause marketing partners will be involved. And there's so many different ways people can, can contribute and get engaged. And it just seemed to me like you guys were really sticking your stake in the sand and saying, hey, this is what we're about. If you'd like to be a part of it, come on board. Am I getting that right? Is that... Absolutely. Um, you know, we kind of took a different look at everybody else has a month, um, including us. We have Prematurity Awareness Month in November. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, invariably you launch a campaign and then everybody says, okay, well, what time do you want me to show up and, and what game would you like me to play? Mm-hmm. And so we took a little bit of a different approach and said there's these two naturally resonant holidays um, for moms and dads and, mm-hmm. and therefore the March of Dimes in Mother's Day and Father's Day. And so it really is taking over kind of a six-week time period. Um, we also have leading into that time period our premier fundraising event, which is March for Babies, mm-hmm. which happens in 800 plus locations all around the United States. So we really are, are kind of taking over a time frame um, that's quite large um, and really kind of bringing up the overall awareness of the March of Dimes all during that time period. And it's meant to really tag into um, the hopes and dreams and aspirations that everybody has for their babies and their and really answer that question of what what were you born to do 
Mm-hmm. And it helps spread the relevance because everybody has an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are living their dreams and some people are living other kinds of things. Um, and so <laughs> we, we really want people to answer those questions um, because every, everybody has, you know, whether they were born to be an astronaut or whether they were born to be the president or if you ask a, a child, you know, they're like, I'm born to be a fairy princess or I'm born to be a monster. Everybody has an answer to that. And so it's a way that the organization can relate to everyone because honestly, if you're under 75 years old, the March of Dimes has played a role in your life. Mm. And there's very few other organizations that can actually say that. Right. Um, so uh, we really focused in on Mother's Day and Father's Day because every time a baby is born, so are a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. And there's really no more resonant partner for moms and dads than the March of Dimes and no better time to celebrate that than Mother's Day to Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And of course, that, that actually goes further than just Mother's Day and Father's Day because you have Memorial Day, you have graduation, you have weddings, a lot of other things that you can build into. There's, you know, family movies that are always going to take place right before that summer blockbuster season starts. So there's lots of opportunities really within there and ways that we can drive our constituent audiences of families and moms um, to our partners. Mm -hmm. And the campaign hopefully provides an easier point of entry strategy for us as well. Um, because, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that are very interested in event fundraising and event sponsorship and partnerships, but there's a lot that really want to make sure that that business, you know, objective is more readily apparent um, right from the very beginning in a resonant and authentic way. Well, I think, too, Chad, what's interesting about this, too, is, you know, and I'm curious, too, how much of a role did something like Thanks and Giving uh, from St. Jude play in how you folks thought about owning a particular time period? I think this is becoming like a bigger trend for nonprofits to really focus on a particular period. I mean, it's been around for years. I mean, Jerry Lewis owned Labor Day for years and yeah. uh, in muscular dystrophy. And, of course, uh, Thanks and Giving has had some tremendous success with their program raising, I think, what was it? 50, 60 million dollars uh, last year with their program, which is ru- it's kind of a program that spans November and December, uh, part of, of, of December, although I usually think of it as a November campaign. I mean, did that right. play a role in, in putting to this campaign together? Um, you know, I think that certainly any good cause marketing plays a role as yep. you formulate a campaign. So, you know, I used to work for another organization, and, you know, certainly the learnings that I had from that other organization played into it as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that, that very much the time frame conversation does play into it because, you know, as as in our job as strategic alliances, if we go and meet with a company, of course, we can, we can do whatever, whenever you want to do it. Yeah, sure. But I think that most companies are kind of saying, okay, but what time is everybody else showing up to the ballpark to play? Exactly. And and they really want, you know, they really want that kind of group aspect of it. They want to own their own individual pieces, but they really want to know when is the advertising going to run? When mm-hmm. is the website going to be up? When are you going to do press releases? When are the other partners going to be activating? And so they want that kind of group lift, you know, mm-hmm. a, a rising tide rises all ships. And yep. I think that, you know, Thanksgiving is a great campaign and has, you know, such um, such lift for all of their partners during that time period. And you really see St. Jude's during that time period, the same thing with the American Heart Association or the More Birthdays campaign. And so this was also a time period that what we heard from many retailers, too, was that Mother's Day and Father's Day were really difficult to tie a cause to. 
mm-hmm. because my 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 mom does not want to think about domestic violence mm-hmm. on her day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my sure. dad doesn't. Yeah. My dad doesn't really want to think about prostate cancer um, <laughs> on that day. <laughs> right, right. And so it's also delivering that consumer in a great kind of positive way mm-hmm. around this time period that is that should be really positive. That should be really celebratory. So, Chad, is this this campaign is launching this Mother's Day? Is that correct? It is soft launching this year in okay. 2012. So, we actually um, our our actual launch date was the 16th of April. So that's the date that the website went live, mm-hmm. and and our partners began activation and fundraising. Mm-hmm. So, um, with the partners that you know that we have this year, they've actually begun their stuff. It does ladder up more around Mother's Day mm-hmm. um, because there there are some gift giving opportunities and gift buying opportunities around mm-hmm. that time, and then going into Father's Day. And then mm-hmm. we're we're really right now working on 2013. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Right, I bet. I What's, bet. Yeah. No- What's the early reception been from your cause partners, your existing partners? You know, the reception has been very, very good. I think that it was such a departure for the way that the March of Dimes presents itself overall Mm -hmm. um, that everybody really responded well to that. Um, You know, we did a lot of focus group work for several months um, with our agency. And regardless of the group, whether it was moms, dads, grandparents, young, old, people with children, people that are going to have children, people that are like, oh, my God, don't get a child near me. It it tested really well with all of them. And so that was... Some people who have kids feel that way. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Some people think, you know, bundle of joy. And then other people are like, it's a bundle. It's a bundle. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, I think that that because it taps into kind of collective hopes and dreams and aspirations, that that's really a universal message that can be played out more and more and more. Um, and I think that that it is not as exclusionary. So the the kind of runway that we provided for our partners is much broader than what we've been able to do before. And so the response has been, has been really, really well with them. I think really the only thing that held us back for this year was just the time coming in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, many, many folks planned so far in advance and um, we wanted to make sure that we got the messaging right. And so it was a little delayed. So, so this is really our, our first big year coming up. So, so Chad, let me ask you this. I mean, what I'm kind of curious with Match of Dimes is, you know, in a lot of ways, I think of it in the same, um, in the same group as other voluntary health organizations like Muscular Dystrophy, like the Arthritis Foundation, uh, like the American Cancer Society. And, you know, outside of the American Cancer Society, I think it's, you know, it's a struggle uh, for organizations like yours, I think, that have been around for a long time. But, you know, people generally don't associate the March of Dimes, I think, as like a top philanthropic brand. And, you know, one of the things I think I'm kind of interested in exploring with with I'm Born to is, you know, how do you, you know, how do you line up your assets in such a way so that you can really come out of this as like, a, you know, the, the, the product red of your space or the, the St. Jude of your space or the American Cancer Society? I mean, do you see what I'm saying, though, part of the challenges, I think, with your with your brand and where you want to take it? 
I do. Um, you know, a couple of, uh, about four years ago, we actually went um, under a rebranding campaign. And there was, I have to say, during those conversations, there was a lot of discussion, mm. um, all the way up to the point of changing our name, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because our, our name doesn't instinctively say exactly yeah. what we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really took a long, hard look at that. And the other side of that is that we are one of the oldest nonprofit organizations um, in the country. One of the first, and we're one of the very few that has actually accomplished the mission that it was set out to do mm-hmm. and and has accomplished many things after that. Mm-hmm. And so what we found through that rebranding up into the point of discussing, you know, even changing our name is that they're like, there are companies that would kill for the brand equity that sure. your organization yeah. has. You absolutely should not change it. Um, in our, you know, we, we work with the Gallup organization every year. And, you know, because our numbers are so high, in the number of people that know the March of Dimes, the number mm. of people that trust the March of Dimes. Yep. You know, we're the number one um, recognized major health charity um, by moms, number two by women. So, you know, there there are some instinctive things about the organization that we really have to retain. Mm-hmm. And and I think that when we take a look at all of those other campaigns, and this was this was something that I tell my team and, and our agency has spoken about, is that we have to not really compare ourselves to more birthdays. We have to not compare ourselves to red dress and right. not compare ourselves to Thanksgiving because we're not going to be any one of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be our own thing. Mm-hmm. And and I think that probably what has held us back in the past is trying to be those other campaigns. Mm-hmm. And that once you freed yourself up from that and you're like, you know what, we're not going to be any of those campaigns. And right. we're not going to be better. We're not going to be worse. We're just going to be our own. Mm. And I think that's really that's really what will move us ahead, but move us ahead in our own unique way. Mm. And I think that probably the thing that, that, and, you know, certainly it's, it's natural to compare yourself to another campaign, but I think that probably the thing that holds cause campaigns back is trying to be each other's campaigns. Yeah. So Chad, a couple of years from now, looking down the road, how will you know that this is successful? What, what are those markers for you that you're going to look back and say, we nailed this and this is exactly what we wanted I'm born to to achieve? Um, I think that if we take if we take a look at our qualitative measures about the number of people that know the March of Dimes and the number of people that know um, that can answer some questions about what does the March of Dimes do, mm-hmm. um, that will be one of them because that mm-hmm. is really you know one of the main messaging points of the campaign is that you know no matter what you were born to do, the March of Dimes helped you get there. Yeah, you, that- you know, Chad, I think you make a really good point about that too because. You know, I think the Matcha Dimes is probably the best kept secret in the nonprofit industry. We think so too. <laughs> I, you know, and no, but I, I think you know, just uh, but see, but see, I know so much about Matcha Dimes because I used to work with someone who right. educated me about that. See, if I hadn't known that person, I wouldn't know all those great things about the Matcha Dimes. And you know, that's part of the challenge I think with so many organizations is they're really doing great work. But how do you communicate that in? an impactful way. Well, I have a so question. You I have really a question. I have a question yeah. about that then. So Chad, if you're, if the success marker is getting people to know what March of Dimes does it, from a consumer perspective, what are some of those things that people are going to start seeing between Mother's Day and Father's Day um, above and beyond, you know, purchase this product to support March of Dimes? I mean, what's the messaging there that's going to help you achieve that leap from, yes, we know some something, we know March of Dimes has existed for a long time, to I'm born to, and we get it now. Right. I think that 
that what we really need to get across is kind of our, our second you know, messaging point in there is that more than 4 million babies were born and that the March of Dimes helped through research, education, vaccines, and breakthroughs. We have to get it, we have to get it in bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. So there was, and I'm, I hope that I'm referencing the right survey here, is that um, one of the surveys I believe that Cohn did that said that the number one way that a consumer wants to engage with a nonprofit right now is to buy a product that benefits them. And the second is to find out a little bit more about the organization. And then the third is to actually get involved with them mm-hmm. from an event or something. And I'm, I'm sure that I'm paraphrasing and not getting it exactly correct. <laughs> but I think that that is that right now, because we're in such a permission kind of marketing you know, way, is that I think that people want to buy something. They want to know, how, how can I support this, but how can it fit within what I already do? And then I'm going to find out a little bit more about it. And so if we if we provide the the ramp up for partners to actually help us to provide little tiny pieces of information, I think that that's really how we'll judge is the number of partners that are involved. And there's going to be some that are involved, you know, for Mother's Day or Father's Day. There's going to be some that are involved just because it's March or Dimes and they think, you know, this is a good time period. And there's going to be some that are that say this is just an easier way to become engaged with the March or Dimes. So I think it's really any of those that we would measure success off of. Mm-hmm. And then are, you, are your cause partners that are involved in I'm Born To, is there necessarily going to be that messaging linked with their participation in this campaign? So will, when I see something for March of Dimes between Mother's Day and Father's Day, will I see something about I'm Born To as well? Or is it are the parameters a little bit looser about what's needed to participate from a messaging perspective? Um, no, there's really, you know, there are really kind of four basic ways for, um, there's four basic requirements for involvement in the campaign is that there is, um, there has to be some promotion that exists between Mother's Day and Father's Day or, or any portion thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm born to is built into it. So either in messaging or, you know, kind of in a lockup that that's there and that there has to be some kind of guaranteed um, minimum when it comes to actual support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also media support as well. So we are requiring our partners to activate um, from a media perspective. Mm. I, th- I think that's really smart. And I know, Chad, you and I have had conversations about this in the past, but Chad was one of those people that said, you know, this like for donation thing where mm. <laughs> everybody's just, you know, throwing out likes. And uh, right. that's that's not the way to do it. I mean, really, I, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think March of Dimes was one of the first organizations that said, look, we're going to reserve those campaigns for our true partners who've stood the test of time. Um, and we're not just going to throw up a like page on our Facebook page for every company that comes along. So I know that you guys have really high standards about um, your own brand and your message. And, you know, you're raising the bar and saying, look, if you want to play with March of Dimes, these are the things that you have to do. And I think that's really smart for a nonprofit organization Mm. to do, because sometimes it's that you get into that desperation mode of, oh, we'll take whatever we can get. And then you just end up lowering the standard for everyone. Well, I think, too, with with so many nonprofits is you have that continuum of cause. And at one end is the transactional stuff. And that's where all of us get stuck. And uh, but where all of us really want to be is kind of that transformative cause model marketing that we've seen so well displayed by other organizations that have been able to use cause to transform themselves. 
Yeah, that's true. And, it, you know, I think that there's really, there are so few campaigns that are really transcendent. I mean, really, when you take a look at it, the, the number is not very great about the, the number that are truly transformative. And I think that what we found in the light campaigns is that our constituent audience really only responded when there was context. Mm-hmm. So if they understood that this was a partner of ours, they would they would respond to it. Mm-hmm. If they pretty much understood that the company was just using the March of Dimes to get <laughs> to get uh, to get another you know kind of name at a low cost per acquisition, they didn't respond. Mm. So so it so it was partly out of just a kind of diligence in saying, okay, why didn't this really work? It's like because they knew that it was a twenty you know twenty five thousand dollar you know cost to acquire some names. So mm-hmm. they, I think that people just don't respond to that. And I think the the, the thing with with Facebook and other things like that too, there's some amazing campaigns on Facebook. Mm. You no. know, and I think that when they vote. Or when, you know, when there's things like that, I think that those are really entirely different. But mm-hmm. it's also because the currency doesn't mean anything because I never owned it. Right. I, I never had the currency. It wasn't the dollar that passed out of my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. No, good points. Well, we um, are definitely looking forward to, I, I'm going to be keeping my eyes peeled as Mother's Day approaches for I'm Born To uh, campaigns around. So we will definitely keep an eye on this fantastic campaign, Chad. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. Um, and hopefully you can come thank back you. again, maybe mm-hmm. maybe leading into next year and telling Absolutely. us how, how it's progressing. So we would um, love that. if people want to find out more about March of Dimes or I'm Born To, where could they find out more, Chad? Um, the best place to go to right now is imborntu.com, which is I-M-B-O-R-N-T-O.com. And you can find out more information about the campaign, about our partners, and also about the March of Dimes. Excellent. And Excellent. Joe Waters, where can people find you if they'd like to find more information about the fabulous Joe Waters? Well, they can find me at my blog, selfishgiving.com, or you can usually find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. And what about you, Megan? Where can we find you? I am always at Megan Strand. Um, I also tweet for Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and I post campaigns almost daily to CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio and all the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes. We do want you to subscribe to the show on iTunes so you don't miss an episode and also on Stitcher Smart Radio. So thanks again so much for joining us. Thanks, Chad, for being here and we'll talk to you all soon.